0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Best-selling author Bruce Feiler was a young father with twin daughters when he was diagnosed with cancer. Worried about the possibility of not being around to help his daughters grow up, he reached out to six men from his life and asked them to be present in his daughter's lives and to convey certain life lessons to them. He called this group of men the Council of Dads, and he's joining us today on Amy's Table. Bruce, welcome, and oh my God, what a journey. How old were your daughters when you were diagnosed with cancer?
1: Uh, They had just turned three, and... They were girly girls, and they were into princesses and uh, cupcakes and, and all those manner of things. And I just kept thinking of the walks I wouldn't take with them and the questions I wouldn't be there to answer about what would Daddy think about this or that. So I had this idea to reach out to these friends, and it ended up being six friends from my oldest to my newest friends, and uh, a camp counselor, a college roommate, and people like that. And I then sat with them and I said, what's the one... I gave them each an assignment, basically. you be travel dad, you be nature dad, uh. values dad. And then I said, what's the one piece of advice you would give to my girls? And their answers, as you said, were so moving to me, I decided to write this book, The Council of Dad, so I could have this wisdom in one place, both for my girls and then for anybody who might like to come along.
0: Well, I, I have so many questions for you. The first is... When you were diagnosed, you were juggling several roles, obviously, dad, husband, person who's been diagnosed with cancer, you know, person facing their own mortality. How was that? How did you, was your first reaction for your daughters?
1: It really was. I think that what happened to me is, is, I have to say, I sort of melted away. I mean, I had been... Look, I had lived a full life. I had written uh, eight books at the time. I had been to 60 countries, Walking the Bible, Abraham, uh, were um, popular books. And to me, I created a sort of, I don't know, wrestling death cage match, if you will, between my daughters and the cancer. Use them as fuel to fight the cancer, fight the cancer for them. And I think that what's interesting is, though, this idea of creating a council of dads came out of a moment of fear. Now, two years later, I'm cancer-free. I'm doing quite well. But the council has become an even bigger part of our life, because I think at its heart, this isn't really about illness or even about fatherhood. It's about friendship, a way of getting your friends intimately involved in your family's life. Because, you know, we have our work these days. We have our family. But somehow friends get pushed aside. And this is sort of a bridge to say, I want my friends involved in my kids' lives, which is the most important thing in my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, how did you select these particular six men? Was it their character traits? Was it the closeness of a friendship that you had?
1: The answer to that is yes, in a word. Uh, it's a combination <laughs> of things. When, when I first had the idea, I didn't want to tell my wife. I thought we should focus on the positive. But then I broke down the next day. I told her, and she loved the idea, but she quickly started rejecting my nominees Uh, She said, well, you know, I like him, but I would never ask him for advice. So starting a Council of Dads was a very efficient way to find out what my wife really thought. (laughs) I bet. So we ended up with a set of rules. No family, only friends. We figured our family would already be there. Then um, only men. We were looking for male voices to fill the dad space. Yeah. And then intimacy over longevity. Maybe some of my newer friends might better capture the dad I wanted to be. But as you said... It was some close friends in the end, and then some people who were, who filled kind of a certain part, like, oh, we needed someone to talk about nature, or we needed someone I love to travel, so here's someone to teach them about travel. Here's someone who ha- who can teach them how to dream. So we did a combination, but we really wanted, and I think this ended up being really helpful. I mean, think of it as almost like forming a team of godparents. Yeah. And I think this idea of assigning them roles, which I did for really emotional reasons, ended up having a real practical benefit because it it, it reduced the burden in, in a way, and it also gave everyone a specific thing to do. Now our girls, you know, cut to today, two years later, love it. They have nicknames. This one's Tractor Jeff because he <laughs> takes them on a tractor. That one's Chocolate Chip David because he makes cookies. That one's Tadpole Ben because he takes them fishing. Uh... And they've now gone to my wife and said, well, Daddy has a council of dads. We want you to have a council of moms. And that's really what it's been about. It's been about you can't have too many adults who love your children.
0: Oh, no, you certainly can't. And I know that on your website, there is actually, whether you're ill, whether you're not ill, whether you're a father or a mother or neither, there's a, a sort of a little spreadsheet to learn how to create your own council, which I think is so inspiring. That's what I was saying to my daughter yesterday. I said, I wish I had a little counsel for you. <laughs>
1: well, I think that's what, 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 you know, if you go to com, there is that how to set up your own council. And what's interesting is what people say to me about the book is, I think about you for the first 10 pages, and then I think about me. Who's in my counsel? What's, who's my long-lost yeah. friend I haven't reached out to? What advice would I give to my kids? What, how can I use this to get close to my parents, who may be a dead parent that you, that you still long to have contact with? And what's interesting is I'm hearing, I'm seeing single moms do this, especially if they're estranged from the husband yeah male figures I'm seeing parents of teenagers starting councils of moms and dads because teenagers need to separate and they want trusted friends around I'm seeing people who lost a parent when they when they were young or even recently you giving the book to friends of their their parent and saying uh, can we use this to have a conversation uh, about mom or dad so there's something I mean I, I had a very particular story and yet somehow, this book, the idea of the Council of Dads, has touched a universal
0: core. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can get it from so many different angles. Well, I'm curious, how did the gentleman react when you said, okay, I'd like this? I mean, that's a, that's a boy, talk about an honor, and also, wow, it's it's serious.
1: Well, they definitely took it as an uh, f- honor. The first time I went, we went up to Vermont to induct my travel dad, Jeff, in. And, and um, I hadn't done it before, and I had written this letter, each of the men, but instead of emailing it or mailing it, I decided to read it in person. And so we went and we sat in this apple orchard, and I read my letter, and at the end I was crying, and Jeff was crying, and then he looked at me and he said, "Uh, yes. And I was like, yes? I kind of had forgotten there was a question at the heart of it, right? And and it really never occurred to me that somebody might turn me down. (laughs) And I said to him, well, okay, so you're my travel dad, and what's the piece of advice you would give my girls about how to take a trip? And he said, I would advise them to be a traveler, not a tourist, and to approach a trip as a child might approach a mud puddle. You can bend over and look at your reflection in the mirror, or you can jump in and thrash around and see what it feels like or smells like, and I'd like to see you back here at the end of this experience covered in mud. Uh. And I got up and I went to my wife and I said, you know, I realize that this advice may be intended for our girls, but you know what? I think we're the ones who need it. It's going to really affect us I think that's really been the secret to the Council of Dads and why people are responding to this book because Linda my wife and I we did it for the girls but it's really changed
0: us. Oh, I bet it has. I mean, truly, just ch- talking to you now, I feel like it's changed me, and that's just on the surface. Truly, I can see that everybody should have their own counsel. It almost makes you stop and say, okay, this is counsel of dads, but do I have people who fill these roles just in my own personal life? It's a it's a time to look at your friendships, as you say, and, and where do you need to bulk them up a little bit? You know, maybe where do you need to do some pairing?
1: <laughs> we don't, um, you know, what's interesting, we don't, it, it, when you actually stop and think about it, friends are not exactly honored in this culture. I mean, we've got Father's Day, we've got Mother's Day, we've got birthdays, we've got Secretary's Days. You know, we've got Memorial Day, we've got right. Labor Day, but there ain't no Friends Day. I mean, there isn't really a, a day where we celebrate our friendships or an occasion. And 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 I have to say, on just at the simplest level, sitting down with your closest friends and telling them what they mean to you—it's an incredibly rare and powerful experience and it we just never do it but when you do and I think what, Linda joked that these conversations when I asked men to be in the Council of dads were like six different marriage proposals I sort of friend married, <laughs> married. Um, and I have to say we're really feeling I mean I'm by the way I'm seven for seven I got six men in my council of dads and my wife so I'm there seven
0: you for go seven on Proposals. <laughs> Well, let me... Elizabeth
1: Taylor doesn't do as good.
0: That's right. That's right. See, you're having all kinds of successes from this. Well, one of, obviously, the lessons of all of this is the depth of the friendship and honoring friendships. And based on your experiences over the last couple of years, what suggestions do you have for us to be a better friend?
1: Um, number one, sit down and tell your friends what they mean to them. Number two... Um, i, I, I uh, Give your friend a role I mean, I think that invite your friend into your life if you if you 're a parent and obviously everyone's not a parent or there there 's something about I want you to do this for my child because you you can 't segregate uh, the friendships from your daily life I think that's one of the reasons that friends keep getting pushed aside is, okay, I got my work, I got my family, and then I got to take care of the garden, and I got to run the errands, and oh, by the way, there's an hour, can you meet me here? I mean, in between things. So if you figure out a way to bring your friends into what you really enjoy, either your work or your family, or uh, I think that's, a, that's another um, valuable tip. And then I would say another tip um, would be to uh, gosh, how to say this, kind of break away from create separate times, so break away from the natural rhythms of life. And one of the things I've took from my experience, I was on uh, crutches for a year and a half, is the value of walking slowly. So I think doing something that's out of the ordinary, taking a trip, walking, uh, taking a walk, leaving the cell phone and... Uh, The craziness behind in creating a separate space for that friendship to exist, even if it's only twice a year or or once a month or whatever it might be, that's a way to, to signal that it's really important to me.
0: Well, I've got to tell you, really, truly, your your uh, odyssey with all of this is a gift to everybody who touches it. Again, it's the Council of Dads, My Daughters, My Illness and the Men Who Could Be Me by Bruce Filer And Bruce, it's just amazing. We can send people to your site again. It's CouncilofDads.com and we'll put all of that information on Amy's com as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just love talking to you and and really feel honored to hear your story.
1: Thank you, Amy, for sharing it, and um, uh, I hope people will come on this journey with me and reach out to their friends and see what we feel, which is security uh, and love and life.
0: Thank you, Bruce. My pleasure. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy Tallman. Yeah. Q102. We all have a lot on our plates.